The following podcast is for information purposes only and is not suitable for retail investors. Hello and welcome back to our Chat of the Week podcast and I'm joined by Lorenzo Laposta. Hello Tom, thank you very much for having me. This week we are discussing US Treasuries and the dramatic increase in yields we've seen in recent weeks. So Lorenzo, on Friday we saw the yield on three months, 10-year and 30-year treasuries all reach levels not seen since 2007, the time of the global financial crisis. Please explain firstly why yields have been increasing for the past couple of years, and then also why we have seen this trend accelerate more recently. Yeah, sure. Um, As we all know, I think, uh, over the past couple of years, central banks around the world have been dealing with uh, high inflation, and as a result, they have responded with an unprecedented series of rate hikes starting last year, really. Uh, what perhaps was not expected was for yields to continue to rise uh, in the same way they have done this year. Um, this has come uh, because of a combination of, I guess, continued additions um, to fund the government increasing deficits, but also and mainly due to markets slowly adjusting to the tough narrative of rates staying higher for longer. Um, so what initially was expected to be a sort of transitory inflation problem that was going to be fixed with transitory uh, higher rates um, has actually become a bit more of a longer-term entrenched uh, situation. And, uh, you know, there, there are many reasons behind that. I guess one of them is that is the strength of global economies that um, has continued to surprise investors with wages staying strong and the labor market staying tight. Um, we saw these, uh, for example, last week with the U.S. payrolls showing uh, more than 330,000 additional uh, non-farm jobs in September, which was more than double what economists were expecting. And um, that's led to the jump uh, that we saw on Friday, um, which meant yields reached these levels that we hadn't seen since 2007. Okay, so it seems like markets have consistently been caught on the back foot. What impact is such a huge move in yields now going to have on the broader economy? Well, when yields get this high, it causes significant tightening of financial conditions in the economy. Um, Higher borrowing costs are passed on to both consumers and businesses. Uh, Think about higher mortgage rates or um, higher corporate funding costs. And that in turn dampens economic activity. Um, So this is prompting the Fed to reconsider whether uh, further action is actually needed when it comes to tightening monetary policy. And the worry now... Uh, is that of a policy error by central banks if, for example, they uh, tighten too much and send the economy into a recession. Um, you know, the difficult task here is that the real consequences of a rate hike, of a single rate hike, can show many months later and can last for, for a long time. And managing timing and extent of such changes in policy is no easy job, um, you know, this was echoed also by members of the Fed last week, uh, in particular, a hawkish member, uh, Loretta Mester, who said uh, that recent developments would definitely feed into their decision making process as, um, you know, they get on to the next meeting at the beginning of November. OK, so you, you mentioned there that the increase in yields have the potential for the Fed to potentially be more dovish as a result of this tightening in financial conditions, like increasing the risk of a downturn. Investors were initially expecting at the start of this year rates to come down a lot sooner than they have. 
And with that, the expectation that bonds would start providing returns and protection portfolios. This is so far not materialized, but do you think the current situation now presents a good opportunity for investors to start buying into treasuries? Well, I think so. Uh, at these rates, uh, treasuries present a very attractive valuation for investors, uh, given the extent to which bond prices have fallen, with uh, real rates now also very much in positive territory. Uh, in recent months, uh, we have been increasing exposure to government bonds, um, initially in short maturities, but now we're looking for opportunities also to extend duration, as um, seems like we're entering the final stages of these uh, rate cycle. Um, but I think um, in a similar way to how the Federal Reserve has transitioned its approach to being data-led, we are also monitoring uh, economic data releases, um, and the focus is now on the upcoming CPI uh, report later this month to gauge what decision the Fed may take at their next uh, meeting in November. Okay. Thank you, Lorenzo, for the interesting insights. I look forward to speaking to you next week. Thank you very much, Tom. See you soon. For professional advisors only. The views expressed are those of Momentum Global Investment Management at the time of recording and are subject to change without notice. Momentum Global Investment Management has used all reasonable efforts to ensure the accuracy of the information contained in this communication, but we cannot guarantee the reliability, completeness or accuracy of the content. This podcast is for information purposes only and does not constitute investment advice or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell. Momentum Global Investment Management, company registration number 37330094 has its registered office at the Rex Building, 62 Queen Street, London, EC4R1EB. Momentum Global Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority in the United Kingdom, registration number 232357, and is exempt from the requirements of Section 71 of the Financial Advisory and Intermediary Services Act 37 of 2002 in South Africa. In terms of the FSCA FAIS Notice 141 of 2021, published on the 15th of December 2021. For complaints relating to Momentum Global Investment Management's financial services, please contact distribution services at momentum.co.uk. Your capital is at risk.